Happy New Decade. 2020 has certainly made an impactful start. I had some definite plans for the first podcast of the year, but given what has been happening in our own backyard of recent weeks, uh, this has caused me to change course a little. So this podcast covers a bit of this and the lessons that we can take out of the current bushfire crisis in Victoria and New South Wales. Hi, this is Julie Hyde and welcome to the Making Account podcast, a podcast that is dedicated to business owners and leaders to inspire you to make account in all areas of your life. I'll be sharing insights and interviewing some fantastic people who are creating their success and just getting out there and making things happen. And I hope by listening that you will get some great ideas that you can implement to start creating that ripple effect of change that you want to see and enable you to make what you do count even more. Welcome back to the Making It Count podcast for 2020. It's been quite the start to the year. So we are three days in at the time of recording this podcast and we are facing into some of the worst bushfires ever in Victoria and New South Wales right now. On New Year's Eve in particular, we saw bushfires ravage and particularly wipe out um, communities in East Gippsland. People uh, were forced to flee to the beach for safety. The images of these disasters are incredibly scary and very surreal for those of us watching. And I cannot even imagine how it felt to be in the thick of it, being unable to see through thick smoke and fighting for your life and those um, of your family. It's just heartbreaking to see. And to see all the heroes of all of this, the firefighters, many volunteers, putting their lives at risk to save property, animals and lives is just extraordinary. What they are facing into is unprecedented, but they just do it because it's what they do. The courage of these men and women is astounding, and I want to say thank you for what you do and what you are doing. So I didn't feel right in just launching into a motivational let's go get 2020 and rip it apart podcast while so many people and communities some friends are facing so much devastation fear loss helplessness and grief however as with any crisis there is a lot that we can learn from this disaster as leaders and this disaster is still unfolding but there are very obvious lessons for leaders to take heed of in regard to what people are looking for from leaders in 2020. And this is leaders of any level. The message is very clear. How you led yesterday is not how you can lead today, especially when you are facing into challenge and disasters that are unprecedented. Now, I hope to God you will never have to face into something of the epic proportion of these fires. However, we all face into challenge and we all face into change. And how a leader responds to this is critical because people are watching and people are scrutinizing. Leadership is about action. It's not about words. And your actions create a perception. And this is something that you need to be incredibly mindful of when times are tough, in particular when times are tough. 
So the first lesson that I've taken out of this is about a leader's presence. Now, there is one man I would not like to be right now, and that is Scott Morrison. He is a man in the firing line, and it all started when he left the country to go on Christmas holidays with his family, when the New South Wales um, fires were still raging, and unfortunately, when two volunteer firefighters lost their lives. The message from the public was very loud and clear. You have deserted us. Where is our leader when we need him? Having a great time with his family when our country is burning. That was the perception. Now, you can absolutely argue the guy is entitled to a holiday with his family to get away and recharge. And he is. And it's necessary for him to be a strong leader. But timing is everything. And in times of crisis, people are looking to their leader for leadership, to lead them through it, to communicate, to support, and to reinforce the plan of action. Could he really do anything to really assist in this situation? Not really, because as he said, he's not trained. He has experts in place. Could he empower his leadership team to cover him while he's away? Absolutely no doubt. But that's not what people were wanting. That's not what they were looking for. They were wanting their leader to be here, standing with them, fighting with them, praying with them to make the situation better. Even if it didn't make one iota of difference, it's all about perception. And as a leader, you don't leave a sinking ship and you certainly don't lead. leave a burning country. Now, this decision that he made prior to Christmas has very much put him on the back foot now, and this is coming back to bite him and bite him hard. But in times of crisis, people are looking to their leader for leadership, to lead them through it, to communicate, to support, and to reinforce the plan of action. Leaders now more than ever need to find a way to be present for their teams. Whatever that looks like for you, we have to find a way to carve the time out of our frantic and demanding schedules to be there for our people, to stand with them in tough times and to celebrate with them in good times. So many people mention to me that they get incredibly frustrated with their leader because he or she doesn't seem to really be listening to them, that they're always distracted. Even when they have dedicated one-on-one time with them, they're looking at their phone or they run off to take a call or they have to do this or they have to do that. What your people want and need is your presence, both physically and mentally. And as leaders, we really need to change our operating rhythms to accommodate this understanding that this is an absolute priority for the people that you are leading. So therefore, we need to adjust our leadership accordingly. Now, the second big lesson is all about empathy. Now, I don't think anyone can fathom what the people who are going through this crisis are experiencing, but we can try and put ourselves in their shoes. Now, naturally, people are really angry. They're frustrated. 
People want help and they want it now, which of course, it's impossible to help everyone, particularly when people are still very isolated, when roads are closed, when it's really hard to get people in or out or um, supplies in or out. But to the people that are affected, they just want and they need help now. And of course, it's not happening fast enough in their eyes. So as leaders, we need to be empathetic to people's situations, whatever that might be. Now, this can be incredibly challenging, particularly when people are angry at you and blaming you for what is going wrong. We can, you know, we often talk about courage as a key trait of leadership, and this is really where it needs to show up. You need to be courageous enough to put yourself in the firing line to listen and to empathize with what's being said. You don't have to agree, but you absolutely need to listen and try and understand. Now, this is particularly relevant for business leaders right now. Last year, I witnessed an a, a, last year I witnessed an incredible amount of people experiencing overwhelm which was not only work-related. So people are not coping for many reasons and resilience in many is low. Mental health is a massive issue for leadership of all levels and something all leaders need to acknowledge. Whilst it can be really frustrating and can have um, a negative impact on the business, we need to empathise with our people for where they're at and support them where we can. Now, often people just need an ear. They just need to vent. They just need to know someone cares and they need someone to trust. So whilst you might not be able to help them, just the fact that you can put yourself in their shoes can be a significant help and support itself. And often you'll be able to point them in the right direction to enable them to get help. So a great reference to understand how to be a better empathetic leader is Brené Brown's book, Dare to Lead. Now, the third lesson that has come out of this very loud and clear is the need to support. Um, People need to feel supported in times that they feel trapped and they feel helpless. Now, this is an awful and paralyzing feeling when you don't feel like you're in control. It's debilitating and really forces people into survival mode. So hence so many people lashing out at Morrison right now. All they want to hear is what can be done for them and when. When will help arrive? When will they get power? How can they get back on their feet and how will the government help them? When will supplies be delivered? And look, the list goes on. There is so much uncertainty in times like these. People need hope, even just a little bit. They need to know that there is a tiny little light at the end of a very dark tunnel that they can at least focus on. And after the fact, once these fires have been put out, eventually the 
um, economies of these areas will be hugely affected. This is their prime time, holiday time. Tourists is what they rely on for their livelihood. And tourists are being encouraged to leave these areas right now. This is going to damage these beautiful little seaside towns significantly. We can't underestimate this. And for the business owners who are so reliant on these times, how are they going to get help? So decisions need to be made swiftly and communication needs to be often. I think this is particularly relevant in times of change, whether it be structural technology um, or regulatory change in an organisation, for example, or redundancy situations or performance conversations. People need to know how they will be supported. They need hope that things will be okay. Hope is an incredibly powerful feeling, and especially in times of challenge and change. Ensure you know how to support your team and understand that there are many different priorities and fears that you're managing in times of crisis. So how do you manage this? Communicate often. Even if there's nothing to communicate, communicate. But I think it's a critical lesson out of um, this crisis situation that you need to be communicating the right message. Choose your words wisely and ensure your message will resonate with the people who are at the most disadvantage and touch on those indirectly affected. Now, there's nothing particularly new with these lessons, with being present, with showing empathy and being supportive. There's nothing new in that. However, these are the lessons that are coming out of this crisis so far that are incredibly relevant for leaders and an insight into what people are looking for from their leaders. It's a message, these messages are coming out really loud and clear. And it's in these times of crisis that people are looking for you to step up and lead, even if they aren't directly affected. These are big lessons and something to think about for your leadership. It's really important to understand um, what is taking your attention right now and what deserves your attention right now and ensuring that you're being agile with this as necessary. If anything, it's shown that we need to adapt as leaders and really, really quickly. We need to be vulnerable and we need to step into the shoes of those that we are leading. On the show notes, I will share all the links if you would like to help and donate to the um, recovery effort, which is going to be huge. Um, If you're like me, you feel completely helpless. So all I can do is donate to the wonderful organizations that are leading the relief effort and providing help to those affected. And to all the people affected, my thoughts and prayers are with you. And to the incredible team of firefighters and emergency services, I absolutely salute you 
and thank you for being so bloody courageous. I do wish all of you all the very, very best for 2020, and I'm really looking forward to bringing uh, you a, a range of amazing guests on the Making It Count podcast um, that you can learn from their stories and learn from their successes uh, to enable you to make what you do count even more. Thanks for listening. And I hope that you have gained some great ideas and feel inspired to get out there and make what you do count for your leadership, your business, and your life. Please do leave a review for this podcast and please share it with your network. Send any feedback or suggestions for future guests by emailing me, julie at juliehide.com.au. For now, let's get out there and make it count.